The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Hi, this is Mia Mohsen Zia, also known as Mia No Time for Love. Check out my latest book, Missing, available in print and ebook formats on Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and sponsored by international award-winning author Mia Mohsen Zia of Missing. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 40 podcast platforms, as well as HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We can be heard in over 100 countries, featuring over 1,000 well-known and amazing guests throughout the globe, and named one of the top 100 global podcasts in the New York Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News, Los Angeles Weekly Times, Apple, and Chartable. So sit back and relax and enjoy another great episode of the award-winning Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by SonicWeb Studios and brought to you by our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with Trevor Gentleman, who is a Tennessee-based American country uh, singer, songwriter, and former regional director of A&R for Grammy-winning uh, Regenerate Music, uh, later acquired by Capitol Records back in 2014. He's a producer and co-host of My Back- Backstage Pass podcast and co-founder of the station in East Tennessee. And his music goes back uh, several generations, featuring his um, mom's band, the Tennessee Partners, in the 40s and 50s. And he's got a brand new album out there, bringing together Grammy-winning um, musicians and friends in one of the Nashville's top studios, spanning 40 years. And it is um, he's he's got the new release um, featuring Cast Away My Blues and also Lonesome When I'm With You. And uh, we've been Playing those um, during the um, show as well. Live, ladies and gentlemen, plus dues uh, somewhere outside Nashville, Tennessee, the amazing Tennessee based Americana country singer, songwriter, and former regional director and AMR for Grammy winning Generate Music. And with some brand new music through Spectrum Music, ladies and gentlemen, the multi talented Billy Hubbard. Billy, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Mike. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate you. Well, it's great to have you on board, Billy, especially with the self-titled release, Billy Hubbard. You're a Tennessee-based Americana country singer, songwriter, and former regional director of A&R for Grammy-winning Regenerate Music Company, later acquired by Capitol Records in 2014. You're a producer and co-host of My Backstage my Backstage Pass podcast and co-founder of the station in East Tennessee. You've got music going back several generations featuring your mom's band, the Tennessee Partners in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. And you also have um, a brand new release. You, you have self-titled Billy Hubbard and featuring an, uh, a number of music. We'll be playing Castaway My Blues uh, later on, along with Lonesome When I'm With You and more. And before getting all that, uh, Billy, tell us how you first got started. Well, you know, my earliest memories are... Uh like I say, like you mentioned there, my my parents were the music. My dad, he was in my mom's band, but even way before I was born, my mom toured the Southland with uh, some of the greats, you know, who later became, you know, like the Carter family and Dolly Parton, even when I, when it, in the later years. Uh, so I kind of grew up around all that. I, to be honest with you, they were a lot, a lot of folks from Hee for example. The, <laughs> That, that oh, Buck Owens, Roy Clark, and all that. Did they throw you on the show or something or what? <laughs> yeah, man. That was some crazy stuff. You know, it was back when you didn't have much options on TV. And I, to be honest with you, I grew up, I came of age in the 70s. So I was I was a little bit, uh, I was almost ashamed, I'd say that, you know. <laughs> but I, I wasn't into the, uh, you know, that uh, music, the, the hee-haw era, you know, that my parents were friends with those guys and uh so anyway so i got I kind of my mom did teach me my first guitar chords and all that so uh i kind of just my first memories were actually getting in trouble for you know i didn't know what a martin guitar was when i was young so i'd drag it out and be banging on it and uh you know my mom's old madeline even keeps i've actually still got my mom's old madeline from you know is older than me and uh <laughs> early early 50s uh gives me out and uh so yeah that's my earliest memory was getting in trouble for dragging out instruments that were probably you know they weren't they weren't legendary like they are today but uh so yeah that's that's my earliest memories and uh, actually when i recorded uh, in the studio i took uh some of the, i had 
Sean Camp played on. He, he's an incredible Maryland player. Sean Camp. He's a Grammy winner. That uh, you know, some people may remember. He he just actually won another Grammy for co-writing Willie Nelson's new uh, record. I think it was called. Uh, See, it's called Beautiful Mind. Or oh, wow, amazing! Yeah, he played my mom's mandolin. Well, I took my mom's mandolin to Nashville when we recorded in studio one, a couple of songs. And uh, well, the last song on the CD is actually called Goodbye Walls. It's kind of a sad song because it was it was like my mom and I played together, and she she liked the walls. So I played, you know, when I play, I wrote this song for her after she passed away called Goodbye Walls. And so Sean played, he had a really nice mouth for what Brand was. And so he, we did two takes. He did play along his, and then he took my mom's, because I kind of was hoping that that would work out. And uh, that's the last cut, like I said, on this record. And, and so I left it up to the, the engineer in the studio there, studio called Welcome to 1979. And so that, the my mom's mail had a little softer sound. So that's on the last song of the album. It was me playing acoustic guitar and Sean playing my mom's old mandolin for a song I wrote for her. And uh, so actually, I got, if you listen to it, I, I, I was a little embarrassed by it because I wanted, I got choked up. I got a big, you know, lump in my throat. <laughs> Both times, I get how much I try to take it, I get to a certain point. Oh man, kept doing retakes and finally the the engineer and uh, they all said, uh, I said, I'll leave it to you guys. And I said, let's redo. I said, "Uh, you know, we didn't want to use the auto tune or any of that stuff. (laughs) The motion, leave the motion in there. That's cool. And every time I listen to it now, I. I'm going to say, you know, you want everything to be perfect, and that's that's pretty raw. So, but yeah, that was, uh, you know, it goes, like you said, my earliest memories were my mom's old Madeline that I still have and my dad's Martin guitar. And so that's that's kind of how I got started. And, uh, you know, those old characters from Hee Haw were, I was connected with a lot of those. Actually, you know, and Charlie McCoy, who was the, a lot of people don't know that, Charlie Harmonica, great. We play with everybody from Elvis to, uh, gosh, Dylan. I don't know. He's, he's, he's been to our house a few times and he tells us so many stories. One day he's telling us all these stories and, uh, uh, I said, man, you should write a book. He said, well, I haven't went up to the car and got me a book, but he was the music director for Hee Haw, you know, for years. Interesting. So he's in, and, and he's on a lot of, uh, playing harmonic on, I think he played four or five songs on the record. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, my earliest memories were, was first of all, you know, being kind of embarrassed by the, uh, you know, the old country in the early 70s when I was into rock and roll and all through the 70s. And and then I can't, you know, those guys, their brains don't develop till we're probably 30. So <laughs> my, my still developing at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my wife says mine's not developed yet. All the way, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, so. Uh, I finally, you know, it's like I reached a certain point where I thought, well, you know, I, I'm starting to, you know, I like that old music, you know, I'm starting to see the value. And then I, and now some of my favorite music is, you know, the Hank Williams and some of that cool old music. So, uh, Hank Williams Sr., that is. Uh, so, yeah, man, that's kind of how I got started was, uh, was just in the, when I was a teenager, I guess, playing guitar. That is rather interesting, too. And of course, uh, speaking of playing guitar, you, um, you play guitar uh, back in the day with uh, the Sunshine, the Sunshine Singers, and tell us about that. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Well, okay, I was, uh, I was like a, like I said in the seventies, I was a into like I guess most people as a, as a hippie, I was a baby hippie, and then I was a grown up hippie, and so anyway, I decided that I I wanted to straighten my life out and quit partying so much and. Uh, I think I was twenty. I was twenty-one. So I went to, I went to. My sister was in church. So uh, anyway, I went to this church, and I there were these girls in there that were singing. They were just incredible. So I, uh, they kind of talked me into. Well, it's trying to keep me out of trouble. I think. So they said, "Hey, why don't you join this group?" And and they were actually, uh, they they went down to. We did some kind of band thing, you know, we mm-hmm. won some competitions and then we ended up going to Texas and we were wow. traveling around. So yeah, it, it was all these good looking girls. So, <laughs> uh, you know, and I was just, like I said, I was 21 years old. And, uh, so that's, uh, I, I kind of got into that, but I, I wasn't really, I was, you know, I was playing electric 
guitar there and with these girls and uh, so yeah that was kind of an odd time in life because i uh, uh you know it wasn't really my style so but i did it for the for the good-looking girls <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> there, there's... That, that leads into another story later <laughs> I do have a song. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna fast forward. Uh, this has ties into that one a little bit because I got a song on the record called uh, "Gotta Be Real." Okay, so yeah, I put on this record. I tried to make it to where uh, I have a variety of songs that were, uh, you know, I, I put. I'm, I'm basically a story songwriter, so when I put together this record and I, I pull some of the uh, what the most popular songs, you know, put ten of them on there, and one of them was. Uh, this is a true story. So first time I went to the church, um, well, and and I was getting kind of alerted to meet some uh, girl there or something. So I, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. But anyway, I went into, you know, as I walked in, I still had long hair and I had, you know, I didn't have a, a really, you know, I was just dressed in my best blue, best blue jeans. And this is 1977, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I walked in, I, I didn't mean to look like Jesus, but I did. I had <laughs> the same. I looked. I really looked just like Jesus. So I walked in, and uh, this little uh, or my sister went to this church. So I, I walked in, and this kid was everybody. There was somebody. Everybody's looking forward. Except one little kid. He was turned like on the bench, looking back at the door. And as I walked in, I tried to be real quiet. Now I, I kind of was going to sit on the back seat, hope nobody see me. So this. The little boy that was standing in the pew turned back towards me. He started screaming, Mama, Mama, there's Jesus. <laughs> the whole church turned around and it got so noisy. And oh man, it was terrible. And so I thought, Oh boy. And then uh, uh, a few weeks later, I thought someone told me, they said, Well, hey, son, don't you want to, you, you know, your hair's too long. God don't want your hair to be long. You know, don't you want to honor God and do the right thing? I was trying to be, I was trying to, changed my life you know so i said if you want to please god and i said well yeah yeah i want to do that and so anyway so i went and got my hair cut and i got me like a suit i think it's my first suit i ever had mm-hmm. got a tie learned how to tie tie so <laughs> fast forward to uh uh i don't know how many weeks so i'm sitting there on and somehow or another i, I end up sitting up near the front and i didn't like that and i still uncovered this suit and i looked over one day and and it, it was like the mini black. I just had everybody was wearing the same clothes, and I looked over and and I feel like uh, this is the re- this is a song. Uh, Got to be real. This is how I wrote this song on the album. It's the fourth song, I think. Um, anyway, I heard I don't know. Some people say oh, I heard God talking. I don't know if this is God talking or is my head, but I heard something in my head said. Uh, and the lyric on this song is God said to me, son. Said I made you just to be you. You don't have to be a clown of all the others on the pew. Just try to be like Jesus. That's the best thing you can do. So mm, that I wrote was this song, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I had that suit on, and I realized that I couldn't do that. But you know, it doesn't mean I'm a bad guy, you know, or anything. I just wasn't me. So that's that, somehow that I went down a rabbit trail there, and then another rabbit trail. <laughs> but just telling you about that song that tied in with the Sunshine Singers and. Uh, you know how that song got to come about, and uh, so anyway, got to be real. We wrote, I wrote that one, and uh, when we cut it, we tried to I threw that one in some a little, you know, good electric guitar work, and it's a, it's a great. Uh, so I, it's record though. It's got several varieties, you know, of, of sounds. So mm-hmm. that one is that was more the rock and roll. <laughs> oh yeah, and of course we'll talk more about the. Um, your, your uh, self-titled release of Billy Hubbard, and we'll be playing Cast Away My Blues, and also Lonesome One Eye With You, Civil War Letters, and more Inspector Music with Billy Hubbard. But first, listen to The Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by SonicWeb Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. SonicWeb Studios is the answer. SonicWeb Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention to Mike Wagner's show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strings 
strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebar. Missing by Mia Molson Z has garnered great reviews. And Eve 11 endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Manales. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molson Zia. Available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com. There are 40 podcast platforms heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music. And also, coming soon to Podbean, Buzzsprout, Pandora, TuneIn, and also heard on um, Apple Music, Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and more. Take us with you on any mobile device. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike White and Show podcast, T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia. Check it out. Take along the throw pillows as well. And also, check out the latest uh, great gift ideas from me and Molson Zia, like T-shirts and phones. Amazon.com slash me and Molson Zia. Check it out today and support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the Mike Widener Show.com. We're here with the amazing Tennessee based Americana country singer songwriter Billy Hubbard from Spectrum Music here on the Mike Widener Show. And uh, you've been in music for quite some time. And uh, once upon a time, you're a regional director of AR for Grammy winning Regenerate Music. And uh, tell us more about that. Yeah, that was uh, that was for a song called uh, "Your Presence Is Is Heaven," and uh, that was uh, yeah. We I used to do some artist development and stuff with those guys, and and we actually the kid that uh, Chris Garma was the the CEO, the founder of that company, and uh, you know he, I was old enough to where he, he I taught him play guitar when he was uh, or gave him a few lessons when he was a kid. So uh, that's kind of how I got into that, and then it kind of led into this venue. Um, uh he turned me on to i mean this is something this is something that some artists might want to hear is you know it's back when the when the internet was getting getting fired up you know and everybody's trying to figure out how to make things go viral and musicians well he he turned me on to chris who was the the founder of regenerate music he he told me he said hey you gotta check out this book called contagion on amazon so hmm. Uh, well, well, I found it on Amazon. I don't know where, where you know. So I was lazy, so I just get the audio book. <laughs> I was driving or something, but I, so so it was regenerate. So that's one of the best things I ever got. Regenerate, and I, and I learned a lot. You know, as as an artist, you know, it helped me out as well. And uh, so then I, that's how we we found this place called uh, me and my brother in law started this thing called the Station in East Tennessee. Here, it's actually kind of like uh, I don't know if you're. Your listeners may be familiar with Bluebird Cafe in Nashville, but anyway, I'm sorry, but it's a small, like a listening room venue, you know, holds, uh, we've had probably 100 people in there, but typically what we covered was 75 people. But anyway, so we, we started developing this thing. Uh, and so for the last 10 years, it's been one of the, uh, uh, probably one of the most popular uh, venues in East Tennessee around the Knoxville, Tennessee area. And, uh, uh, I guess I just tied that in because of the because of the way I, I followed regenerates training and teaching and what the philosophy of making things go viral. And uh, that's a whole other story. But listeners can always, I guess, that book's still out there somewhere. That's been several years ago. But a friend of mine just told me that they they found it. And so anyway, so then that that ties into the station. Uh, like we have, uh, and to, to make something go viral, basically the book talks about you want to make everybody feel exclusive, you know, like uh, like a speakeasy or something where you got a, see, a secret thing where, you know, you have a. Uh, and so the way we do the station in East Tennessee, by the way, I think you, I don't know if you, I think you mentioned that as co-founder with my brother on that, uh, is is you want to, we, we set it up, you know, where we have a start developing email list and. The shows seldom go public because we have a few thousand people that subscribe and so put out a show, you know, say, hey, you get first option and uh, we give before it goes public and everybody sets their alarm. Okay, just take going to a certain time and try to get tickets. You know, we, even though it's a small venue, we've had uh, like uh, we've had Amazing Rhythm Aces, Will Russell Smith. Oh, nice! That's my favorite, Amazing Rhythm Aces. Third rate romance, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah third rate romance. Russell, we've had Russell Smith there, so for example, 
and and then unfortunately he passed away a few years back and he, he was there a couple of times and Pam Tillis, uh she's a good friend of mine. She she's been there. Actually Pam was doing a do oh, oh yeah, talking about the song he's talking about uh uh Cast Away My Blues. Well she wanted to uh she, she actually shared my record, she was wanting to produce the uh the music video for that one. And we we just hadn't got rolling on it because it has to be she wanted to be released in the summertime and anyway. So, uh, anyway, that's a whole other story, though. The venue, the station, that's a pretty cool place for you in East Tennessee for folks to uh, check it out or check us out on the Facebook. We will certainly do that as well, too. This also led you up to you being a producer and co-host of My Backspace, My Backstage Pass podcast and also um, those ventures as well. Tell us more about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm partners with my buddy, uh Lee Zimmerman, who's a friend of mine from Capitol Records, well, he he was Capitol Records in Miami. He was a, a radio promoter, and uh, he moved to Tennessee. He retired from down there and moved to Tennessee. And, well, Lee is famous. Lee Zimmerman is, uh, give me a shout out here, he's famous for uh, Jimmy Buffett's, uh, making Jimmy Buffett a star, basically, Margaritaville. He's got gold records on his wall, gold records on his wall as promoter for uh, not only him, but I mean Bob Seger and some other big stars. But uh, nice uh, that, that became famous. But so anyway, Lee and I, we both uh, now we live uh, you know about fifteen twenty minutes from each other. So uh, yeah, we started doing that because we have so many friends in the music business. And uh, so yeah, it's just mybackstagepass dot com. And uh, we were just talking today about the sad news of Melanie, you know, from Woodstock who passed away this past Tuesday. Uh, and Melanie, you know, she, she wrote, uh, she's famous for the song Brand New Key and, uh, a lot of other, uh, she had several other hits, but that was probably most famous. But yeah, we were really sad about her. Melanie was actually going to come to the station. Uh, I think we, I think we had her on there in 20, September, October, I think 2021. But, uh, yeah, you can hear that one on my And it's really, she's such a nice lady. And her story about that song, Brand New Key, it's really, I mean, I thought I knew some of the story. I heard the rumors, but it's a, it is a, it's an incredible story. Basically, I'll tell you a little bit. She wrote that song since, you know, in honor of her, I'll tell you this a little bit. She wrote that, uh, she had been on a fast. Uh, she was, she was a young girl and she had been fasting and went break, she was breaking her fast after a month. I don't know how she's about this, but a month. I can't even do it for about a day or two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know. I don't, I can't imagine. Maybe she was cheating a little bit, but she she was fasting. (laughs) Maybe it was a juice fast or something. Somebody had to get some nutrition, but she, when she broke her fast, it was on a McDonald's uh, hamburger and she ate that hamburger. And, all of a sudden, she had that. She wrote that song, and you know, <laughs> brand new key. Uh, so it's a whole podcast. We you know we had about an hour with her, and uh, so yeah, I was really sad to hear she's such a nice lady. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and, her, and, and, and of course, and when she was up there at Woodstock, you know, she I, I can't remember how old she was. She may have been a minor. Gosh, I can't remember. But I remember her mom. She they were taking her from the helicopter. They had you know, chopper would come and they would take him over to the to uh near the stage and, and they picked her up and they uh and they weren't gonna let her mom get in the, the chopper with and she she said she told said, oh that's my manager but so that's the only way she could get her mom to go with her and take her but yeah that's a whole other story but that's uh that uh, is no, so man, amazing just, yeah <laughs> oh my gosh and of course you know you got some legendary songs yourself you've had no greater love a christmas song johnny law and sitting on a rock and uh tell us a bit about those yeah, yeah, man, that was a, well, the, on the record, you know, this, the one that probably needs the most explanation that people, people, uh, I had, I've had a lot of great reviews on the album and I think I've had 10 or 12, you know, I've got some average, probably four out of five stars, which I'm, I'm very flattered about because, you know, I, as an artist is never really, uh, you know, sometimes we get, the time we get an album produced or whatever, a little, maybe say you're a little floundered on it. So you're hard hard to judge your own work sometimes but uh the civil war letters is one that i always feel like i need to explain because <laughs> people think i've lived all the songs i mean i didn't really live that song of course <laughs> mm-hmm. but the civil war letters is i was traveling uh my wife and i were driving we're heading down south florida 
uh, years ago, a few years ago. And I just, she was driving, so I was just started reading something. I started reading Civil War letters from soldiers. I don't know how I came around to find this uh, link, you know. And I was just fascinated that, you know, those guys were, lots of times they would be like teenagers. I mean, they sometimes they were like, the remember boys, gosh, they'd be really young. But mm-hmm. most of them were, you know, under 16 to 18 years old. But I was looking at the writing and I was fascinated why, you know, it was like really mushy for today's, but it was very poetic. You know, it's, oh, my dearest darling. And, and I think, wow, man, and that's, that's pretty mushy. And then I would read more about how they talked back then, how they wrote and uh, the, the, the literature, their English. I mean, it was so was so advanced for what you think for today, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I read them, then I, I started reading and I read all these sad letters, you know, soldiers sometimes would be dying, you know, and they would, uh, so the, the, the war letters is a composite of several stories. And, uh, it's, it's really a sad song, but the, the soldier is writing and he's encouraging, uh, Basically, he's encouraging himself for the first few verses of the song. The last verse, then he's wounded and and, and pretty much dying. And so then he's trying to encourage his uh, wife, you know, encouraging her. So it's kind of a sad song. But, man, the music is just incredible. That one has both Grammy winners, uh, friends of mine, uh, Sean Camp on Madeline. And he also did a the fiddle, Sean did. And, uh, and then Charlie McCoy, his harmonica was just incredible on that. And oh Charlie is, uh, Charlie is, you know, he just gotten, he's already been in it, inducted into everything in the world, you know, country music hall of fame and everything else. And now he just, now he's in, uh, a member of the Grand Ole Opry. So, wow. Uh, I was fortunate to be with him there recently backstage and, uh, hanging out with him. But, uh, yeah, so War Letters, uh, it's really a sobering song thinking about what our soldiers, you know, went through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the third the third song on the record. I mean, the second song. I'm sorry, second song on the record. Okay. All right. And then we'll talk more about your uh, other music, Cats Away My Blues. We'll be playing that in um, just a moment, along with uh, Lonesome Went On With You with uh, Billy Hubbard's self-titled release. You listen to The Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios, and brought to you by official sponsor of The Mike Wagner Show, international warring author, Mia Molson Zia. We'll be back with Tennessee-based American country singer-songwriter Billy Hubbard, Billy Hubbard of Spectrum Music. After this time, I- the Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1 800 303 3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention the Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia, he is the author of Missing. And I wanna give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers, and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to The Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back with Tennessee-based American... Americana country singer-songwriter Billy Hubbard on the Mike Widener Show from Spectrum Music. Right now, here's one of his releases from his self-titled uh, debut. Here's Billy Hubbard with Cast Away My Blues on the Mike Widener Show. I went down to the lake this morning with my line Seems to be the only way to get you off my mind With every cast I leave another memory behind 
Good times are getting really hard to find I'm casting away my blues to forget about you Who cares if I've only had a strike or two I'll keep casting away my blues to forget about you I don't care if the fish are bite, it's all about you You say my country life just doesn't fit your style I know you did your best to try it out for a while I need the mountains, you need a city view But I'm not cut out to live on Park Avenue Casting away my blues to forget about you Who cares if I've only had a strike or two I'll keep casting away my blues till I forget about you With the fish or bite, it's all about you. Um, Billy Hover, that was Cast Away My Blues here on the Mike Wagner Show. And tell us a bit more about that song and what more inspired you to write about it. Hey, thank, thanks, Mike. Uh, okay, that song is kind of a... Uh, uh, okay, well, first of all, I, when I was a kid, we lived... We had a... Near, near the lake, we didn't real exactly on it. We had a lake access, so my dad was a... Uh, he was actually commercial fisherman on the side as well other things so mm-hmm. i kind of grew up fishing you know and i was the only boy I, I had three sisters and uh so anyway I, uh so that was part of you know that song ties in a little bit of fishing kind of an analogy with uh you know getting hooked up with the wrong uh, <laughs> getting girl. hooked up i like that one yeah <laughs> getting hooked yeah. up casting away i love that one <laughs> yeah i got hooked by the wrong. <laughs> yeah. but you know what when i was at that age when i was that age i was actually uh very uh you know i mean when you're certain age, like i say okay when you're 
like teens or early 20s, you know, your brains, our brains are not fully developed. So I didn't care about personality. It was all about looks, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I had uh, I had the girlfriend who who was much more refined than I was. And so I uh, feel like the song, the song says, you know, uh, you need I need the mountains and you need the city view. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, that fortunately, you know, I would hate I did, I, now been married to the same uh, wonderful uh, uh, lady. My wife's there for uh, see, we're going on 39, 40 years. I'll have to bring out guess that. But anyway, oh, 39, uh, 40. Congrats. <laughs> 40 years. Yeah, we may. So I, I did. Wise up pretty quick, but yeah, I first was just going by, I don't know, you know, but I did fortunately ended up with a beautiful, I get it all now. I got the beautiful wife and, uh, in the country too. So <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Get, get more to bargain for. That's a great thing. And also you have um, another release. We'll be playing at the end of the uh, show. Lonesome when I'm with you and tell us more about that song. And what inspired you to write it? Oh yeah, man. That, hey, you know what? That is a, if you like, okay. Well, first of all, this record as a guitarist, I, I'm partial to guitar music. So awesome. When I'm with you, uh, it, that, you know, duets are hard to write. I guess any songwriter probably knows that uh, because it's a exchange, back and forth exchange, uh, kind of like John and Jude, you know, it's that sort of thing. And uh, so I, I worked on that one for a while, trying try to get it nailed down. But I, but I got this, this friend that I think that did the duets, two duets, duets on this record with me, Bethany Jean Smith. And uh, she's all, she's like, kind of like a, daughter for my wife and I, and a, an extra daughter you know where she's not really kin to us but mm-hmm. we love her and so she's this incredible girl that we've known for years since she was young and so yeah she she joins me on that one and uh she's she's very refined she's a, she she actually was saying used to sing when she was in the hospital even as early as hospital she sang barber oh wow okay that. so so her vocals i'm pretty rough but she just so the contrast uh but but the but the story of the song was uh that came about also when I'm with you was uh uh that unfortunately I haven't lived all these songs I wrote. I mean I've wrote some of them but or else I'd be divorced, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, whenever we I wrote that one based on you know you know, like when cell phones like yeah, you know, we got I got we have two daughters and so sometimes, you know, your family gets together. Even with just just a husband and wife, with a cell phone, you know, era that we all live in now, uh, that that's really what the, that how that came about, you know, where my wife and I were talking. You know, you just, sometimes you just have to you get in that trap of being together, but you're not really together. So mm-hmm. that's how that song started out, and then it, that was a seed for it, and then it evolved into what it is. But that's very very popular song with uh you know we play live in this uh and the guitar you know what and the oh i was saying i was i'm a, as a guitarist i'm a i threw in some great guitar solos on this one um uh, like lots of morning with you it has uh, uh it's about a minute 15 seconds at the uh, uh about two and a half minutes in or so but yeah mm-hmm. it's, and it's kind of crazy but the rhythm of that song is uh yeah i think everybody ought to check that one out i mean i hope I think that's going to be that's probably one of my favorite songs on the record, and most people that's heard it. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, it's kind of like the, the rhythm is kind of like just <laughs> it sounds funny, but it's kind of like riding a horse. You know, it's like galloping that the rhythm of that song gallops kind of. Oh wow, amazing! Okay, and people aren't going to feel lonesome after hearing that song. Of course, speaking more of the music, we already talked about Civil War letters. Got to be real. You also have um, for the moment, Mighty Low, Take Me Back. When I look in your eyes, I think of you. Goodbye, Waltz. And um, you can talk about you know one or two of the songs, or as many as you like about it. Yeah, now I tell you another favorite for guitar folks that like guitar solos. There's another great one in uh, Take Me Back. Uh, that one's got a great one, and there's another. Uh, this one's as well. So guitar solos. Well, uh, or I think of you has got probably one of the longest. It's a, it's about a minute and a half. And wow. And take me back. I mean, sorry. I think of you is kind of. We try. I tried to put in uh, myself and the producer Ryan Sice, who played. He played guitar on 
as well as I did on this one. And he, we were trying to mix in the sound of Bakersfield, you know, and the Bakersfield sound, the birds. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, Buck Owens, I mean, too. That's another one. That influenced me right there is Buck Owens. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll hear some Bakersfield sound in this album You'll if you listen. And uh, and, we, and we put in spaghetti western kind of sound on, on Take Me Back especially. And, uh, well, the... And that, when I was in the studio with Charlie McCoy, he was he he did harmonica on "Take Me Back" and uh, uh, gosh, he did it on several of them. He did it on "Mighty Low" and uh, "Got to Be Real." Anyway, he's he's a Civil War but uh, yeah, that that turned out he he was so good on 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 the harmonica on because I, I can't remember the guy's name. The old spaghetti westerns. There was a famous uh, harmonica player. Charlie knew he was not in the studio, and I told him what I wanted. Man, he was like, I didn't want to tell him what to play. I just told him what I was looking for. Man, he got that, he got that sound on uh, "Take Me Back." You, yeah, you. That's just a cool. Mm-hmm. I, I love, I, I love the harmonic. He makes it look so easy. <laughs> I, can, I can play someone. I play, and I played on some of my own harmonic on some on music, but uh, I'm certainly going to yield to Charlie on. You know, he's around. <laughs> it sounds like you got a great mix. You got a great album out there, Billy. And um, where can we find uh, your release and all your music at, Billy? Yeah. It, fortunately, I got in on dot .com when I was young. So, BillyHubbard.com. <laughs> okay. It'll take you to the website and it has all the info and uh, that, that you need right there. Okay. We'll certainly check that out. We're here with um, Spectrum Music's uh, Billy Hubbard with a self titled release, Tennessee based Americana country singer songwriter here on the Mike Widener Show. And just a few more things, Billy. We'd love to have you back. And um, what else can we expect from you in 2024 and beyond? Well, I've got it's kind of crazy when you're when you produce a record, it's almost like you're exhausted for. I mean, I produced this one and, and wrote the songs and tweaked them all and finished composing them all. Uh, it's kind of rare nowadays to have, uh, you know, an album where you, a solo writer. I saw, I can't remember who it was. It was a big deal when, it, when you know, when a Grammy, somebody won a Grammy for, and it was like, they wrote the whole song, you know, in Nashville. Now nobody does that. But I wrote all these songs myself. So, uh, so now my next project is I'm, I've got a whole nother set, but you really have to, uh, uh, there's a lot of artists out there that that I agree with who say, you know, when you get creative, do some creative work, you you can't just like go constantly. You have to like take a little break. But this year, I'm starting on the next one, and uh, but folks can keep up with me and see what's coming up on, uh, like I say, on BillyHebber.com. All right, well, certainly keep up the date as well too, and uh, get up the speed here. And who do you consider biggest influence in your career? Oh man, that's a tough one there. Man, it's like so many. I think, uh, well, you know what? I, actually, I'm, like I say, I'm a story songwriter. Singer. Guy Clark, uh, man, he's pretty good. John Prine, uh, those are a couple of probably some of my, I mean, I mean, there's lots of rock and rollers, but as far as singer songwriters, uh, I say Guy Clark, John Prine, man, it's, it's hard to get past that. Mm-hmm. And certainly did as well, too. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point, Billy? For uh, an artist? You said? Um, just, just anything in general. Oh, well, I don't know how to give advice unless they're an artist. Uh, as far as artists, I would probably say uh, in, in the music world, one thing I've learned even when I was doing uh, A&R work is uh, artists, they, they tend to what we call call an upside down wedding cake for example they try to go out and do too much before they have the foundation you have to have the content before you start build you know it's like building a house or of course or anything else. you know you have to have good content before you start spending a lot of money on promoting something you know or uh take your time everybody's i see so many young folks that i used to do smartest development and they're in a hurry to to get it out there but you you know it's best just to slow down get your content write good songs and unfortunately you know it's kind of unfortunate if you're young when i was young you know i didn't have any experience you know you have to you yes it's one of the bands you're getting old hey i'm with you right there it's like i've always believed in building a foundation before anything else i mean a lesson to all you people out there you got to build a foundation first take it from us people so 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And certainly ideas. I'm the badge to get older. <laughs> exactly. There you go. And once again, with the amazing multi talented Billy Hubbard of Spectre Music with um, his self titled release here on the Mike Wagner Show. Billy, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love have you back. Once again, what's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your music? Well, thanks so much for having me, Mike. Uh, BillyHubbard.com. We'll have the links there. Of course, uh, the albums uh, released through Spectrum on uh, all the major platforms, you know, Apple, you know, and Amazon and everywhere else, Spotify. So, yeah, please check it out because uh, uh, I, I feel like I feel like there's something in this record for everybody. It's got quite a variety. <laughs> yes, indeed. We'll certainly check that out. Once again, Billy, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love having you back. We wish you all best. And Billy, you definitely have a great future ahead of you. Thanks, Mike. when I'm with you. Miss you when you're gone. Here we are together. Feeling all alone. Lonesome when I'm with you. It's so hard for me to
I'm lonesome when I'm with you I miss you when you're gone Here we are together The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley, and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real-life relationship. It's just, it's well-written. It's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm going to highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia. He is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing. Available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mosinzia of Missing. And powered by Sonic Web Studios. Be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms. And of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at the MikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>